You know, I've been meaning to do this uh, message here for a while, but uh, here it is today. And um, uh, very important that you understand what is happening in the world regarding Rome, the Church of Rome, the Pope, and their obsession with Mary. It's, uh, it's totally demonic. So up on the screen you'll see uh, an article there from Vatican News, and uh, this is from March 25th, 2022. So uh, it, it, you see a picture of the Pope there sitting in his uh, purple robe there before a uh, graven image of Mary. You know that the uh, the Second Commandment actually speaks out against that. You go to the um, Book of Exodus, chapter 20. You could read the Ten Commandments, and you'll see how it speaks out forbids. I mean. Uh, bowing down before these things and so on and so forth. It's a statue. It's, it's a man-made thing, and, and God doesn't like it. It's an idol. So uh, right from the get-go, we see what we're dealing with here. The uh, title of that article, by the way, it says, Pope Consecrates Russia and Ukraine, Spiritual Act of Trust Amid Cruel War. It goes on to say, Pope Francis consecrates all humanity, especially Russia and Ukraine, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and says the act expresses our complete trust in the Virgin Mary in the midst of the cruel and senseless war in Ukraine. Now, uh, I would agree that it's a cruel and senseless war that is going on over in Ukraine, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I pray for the salvation of souls. I pray for, for the Russians. I pray for the people in Ukraine. I pray for uh, people that they would come to a saving knowledge of uh, the gospel in Christ, in Jesus Christ. Nothing to do with Mary. The thought does not cross my mind. Uh, something you need to know. So the article goes on to say, uh, this is no magic formula, but a spiritual act. It is an act of complete trust on the part of children who amid the tribulation of this cruel and senseless war that threatens our world turn to their mother, reposing all their fears and pain in her heart and abandoning themselves to her. So th that's, the, that's from the mouth, that's from the heart of the current Pope Francis. So, uh, Ever since he's been there, in fact, long before he became Pope, he has an obsession of dedicating to Mary. Uh, to Mary, it's demonic, folks. You know, if you're born again of the Spirit, it's going to be all about Jesus Christ. I speak as a former Catholic, folks. I came out of this stuff. I came out of this uh, Mary worship, uh, the the praying, the rosary, uh, the 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 obsession with Mary and the Marian apparitions, and so. On. We see that there is clearly something wrong with the uh, picture here, dedicating all humanity to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Now, when it talks about the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I'm going to put a couple of images up on the screen there. Uh, th those are pictures that I remember growing up as a Roman Catholic. In fact, if you would go to a Catholic funeral or a Catholic wake, uh, sometimes they'd have a little card that they'd hand you. And I remember seeing that picture. Uh, that you see up on the screen, uh, you know, you'd get a, a thing uh, in the funeral parlor with the person uh, who died. Their name would be on it. On the back of it, you'd read it and so on and so forth. So it's all about the Immaculate Heart of Mary. But what, what does it mean when it's talking about the Immaculate Heart of Mary? The Roman Catholic uh, is taught 
that Mary was conceived without sin. And that, you know, by the way, that didn't come into place officially until 1854. So up on the screen, it shows in Ephibelis Deus, the Immaculate Conception, Pope Pius IX, 1854. So this is official Roman Catholic teaching, folks. They made it official that Mary was conceived without sin, and uh, this this Pope Pius IX, he said the Holy Spirit, you know, we got to wait for the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's agreeing that she was conceived without sin. It's, it's not true. This is from the pit of hell, folks. This is demonic. I'm going to give you, you see it marked off there in red. That's the end of uh, that in, encyclical. I'm, let me read that for you. Let all the children of the Catholic Church who are so very dear to us hear these words of ours. With a still more ardent zeal for piety, religion, and love, let them continue to venerate, invoke, and pray to the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, conceived without original sin. Let them fly with utter confidence to this most sweet Mother of mercy and grace in all dangers, difficulties, needs, doubts, and fears. Under her guidance, under her patronage, under her kindness and protection, nothing is to be feared. Nothing is hopeless, because while bearing toward us a truly motherly affection and having in her care the work of our salvation, she is solicitous about the whole human race. And since she has been appointed by God to be the queen of heaven and earth and is exalted above all the choirs of angels and saints and even stands at the right hand of our only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, she presents our petitions in a most efficacious manner. What she asks, she obtains. Her pleas can never be unheard. And that was given at St. Peter's in Rome the 8th day of December 1854 in the 8th year of our pontificate. That was by Pope Pius IX. So that day, by the way, uh, December 8th, uh, is still celebrated to this day. as a holy day of obligation in the Roman Catholic Church. I remember. Mortal sin you miss these days, folks. So, so this is... Uh, part of the bondage of the Roman Catholic Church, folks. I mean, look what is being said there, that, that Mary was appointed by God to be the, the queen of heaven and earth. It's a lie. It's from the pit of hell. It's demonic. It's from Satan. God never appointed Mary to be the queen of heaven and earth, nor did he exalt her above angels and saints, and certainly Mary is not standing at the right hand of the Son. I mean, it's like adding another person. Mary is not deity. So, so, so here's the picture, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, as I said, grow, growing up as a Roman Catholic, Mary is a mediator. We pray our Hail Marys, you know, over and over again. And you, when you speak to uh, Roman Catholics about this, you know, when I was saved, I was born again of the Spirit. Oh, oh no, we don't worship Mary. Oh, no, we don't pray to Mary. Oh, no, it, it couldn't be any clearer, folks. You, you pray to Mary. People do this all day long. Uh, rosary beads, one Hail Mary after another. I know I did it, folks. I had all sorts of 
uh, rosary beads, and I've, I've gone into that before. So, so you, you have to understand, folks, this is the work of Satan trying to take your eyes off of the one that you need. His name is Jesus Christ. He'll do anything that he possibly can uh, to do that. So, you know, I mentioned the apparitions, you know, uh, there was an apparition, a well-known, one of the most well-known apparition was Our Lady of Fatima, okay? That's from back in uh, 1917. So there, there was a, uh, a young lady uh, by the name of Sister Lucia. So she had a vision that she said, you know, she was a novice and a sister of St. Dorothy uh, Convent in Spain, and uh, she, she had this vision and while she was praying in a chapel and that the Blessed Virgin Mary said that it was God's will that the Pope, in union with all the bishops of the world, consecrate Russia to her immaculate heart. Okay? So uh, this is like basically we, we see this uh, uh, origination of this whole consecration of, of Russia and, and so on. And there were other popes, Pope Pius XII, Pope Paul VI, uh, Pope John Paul II, they also have consecrated Russia uh, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So th these, this is not unusual. This is, this is the way Rome operates, folks. This is uh, normal for, for Rome. So I want you to see, folks, that these Marian apparitions, including Fatima, these are lying signs and wonders that the Bible warns us about. You see, what, what Satan's doing, he's elevating the person of Mary and, and distracting from the person of Jesus Christ, the only one who can save a person's soul. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 7 uh, to 12, it says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So there, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great incentive uh, to study the scriptures, to know the word of God for ourselves, especially in these last days, especially in the time that we are living, folks. Uh, keep in mind, folks, you, you know, uh, one day you're going to give an account before God. I mean, you, you have all of this uh, Bible stuff online. You can go get the Bible. You can get all sorts of books. You can listen to preaching from uh, thousands upon thousands of different churches and so on and so forth. So there's no end to the availability of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You will give an account. Romans 14 and 11 and 12, it says, For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God, so then every one of us shall give account of himself 
to God. Think about every year, you know, if you're working, you do your income taxes, you know, by April 15th, man, you got to give an account. You got to have it, your, your, your taxes in order. You know, how much money did you earn and how, how much tax did you pay? And what you owe the government, you're given an account. So uh, all the more, uh, you should be serious about uh, knowing the Lord because you're going to give an account one day. You know, I I'm warning you here about the false teachings of Rome concerning Mary. So, so uh, I'm pouring my heart out to you folks. I, I'm, I'm, I don't want your money, okay? I'm warning you uh, to, to take heed to, to what I'm saying here today. First Peter 5 Verses 6 and 8, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So look at the difference here from what the Pope is talking about uh, and the other Popes about casting your care uh, upon Mary. Here we have uh, the scriptures telling us to cast our care upon God because he cares for us. He cares for you. And it tells us to be uh, sober, vigilant because we have an adversary and the adversary is the devil. I've given the illustration before. You know, a roaring lion, you know, lions and tigers and and so on, and how they go after their prey. They stalk the prey before they go and uh, pounce on them. And that's the way the devil works. He, he's, he's allowing these things uh, to take place, these false teachings concerning Mary, these false apparitions from all over, including Fatima, Guadalupe, uh, Lourdes, and all these other things. They're not from the Lord, and I, I, I need to remind you over and over, if, you, if you're practicing these things, if you're still praying your rosary beads, hear me, turn from that before it's too late. Because Satan wants to blind your mind, and, 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 and the more you're entrenched in that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the harder it is to get free. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, it says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So, folks, uh, prior to my salvation experience, being born again of the Spirit, I was blinded by the God of this world who is the devil himself. He had my mind blinded. I'm doing all these things that I'm telling you not to do. I'm praying my rosary beads. I'm doing my Catholic things. I'm going to Catholic Mass. I'm receiving the Catholic Eucharist. But I was bopping along on the road to hell. Uh, folks, you need, to, you need to take heed to what I'm telling you today. When you're born again, folks, the lights go on. When you're born again of the Spirit, you, you, you understand the, the truth. And, and, and the Scriptures became alive to me. You start examining the Word of God. And I was reading the King James, by the way. You ex start examining the Word of God. And you see the contradictions in the teachings of Roman Catholicism. And that's why Jesus knew what he was talking about. He says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 
And that, that, you know, folks, that, that was back in 1989. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's a miracle to be saved. I've said that many times. It's a miracle to be born again of the Spirit. So you're not promised even another day. Even the breath, ladies and gentlemen, you breathe today. It's on loan to you. you don't, you're not sure you might be here tomorrow. So, so, so you, you, you have to get, you know, it's between you and the Lord. You know, I, I don't know who you are. I don't know who listens to, the, to these uh, messages, these videos. So I'm pouring my heart out to you simply because you're a human being and you have a soul. I love you. And that's why I am doing this. So I want you to know, folks, Satan is running a show in the Roman Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic system. That's uh, the truth. So he, Satan, he keeps the mind blinded, okay? So it's a mixture of some truth, but error is, is permeated uh, within the, the, the preaching of their gospel, and it becomes another gospel, folks. Uh, like, you know, you can have sugar, but you just put a little better, a bit of rat poison in there, it'll kill you. It'll be fatal, okay? So keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that the Pope, once again, he's addressed as the Holy Father or His Holiness. And we know that he's diametrically opposed to the real Jesus Christ because Jesus said this in Matthew 23, 9. He said, And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. So you've got a choice. You can either serve the Holy Father who's based over there in uh, the Vatican in Rome, or you could serve the Father who sent his Son into this world to save your soul. So if the Lord said, Call no man your father, he means what he says, okay? He means what he says, and he said what he meant, folks. <laughs> so so uh, I'll leave it at that. He, there's only one Holy Father, folks. He's sitting on a throne in heaven. He's not sitting on a throne over there in the Vatican. If you want to know what the Lord's desire is for you, Jesus made it clear in John 14, 1-6, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. So the Lord, folks, he's preparing a place for the believer. Uh, take it to heart. You can know you are going to heaven. He wants to receive you. He's, he's preparing a place for you. So when he comes again, that's the second coming, okay? He, he wants you to be with him. Let's go, continue. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So no mention of Mary, folks. You don't need Mary to, uh, to get to Jesus. You don't have to go through Mary to get to Jesus, okay? She's not standing at, at his right hand in heaven. Another lie from the pit of hell, okay? You go straight to God. Jesus is the only mediator. Oh, yes, he is. So, so he wants you to know that. What you're hearing today, folks, is the truth that you need to hear. Okay? So uh, look at Mark 16. Uh, this is what was spoken by the Lord after he rose from the dead. Mark 16, verses 15 and 16. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not 
shall be damned. Do you find anything there about seeking help from Mary? Absolutely not. It's all about faith. Jesus said to go into the world, preach the gospel. That's what I'm doing here. Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. So if you believe, folks, you call upon the Lord for salvation of your soul, you can be saved. You don't believe, you shall be damned. Oh, yes. Don't ever forget that, folks. This is from the mouth, this is from the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ after he rose from the dead. You see that? You, you, you see how Christ is such a, a surety for our salvation? He was butchered, killed on a cross, but he, he said, I'm getting back up from the dead. He says, on the third day, I will rise again. That's exactly what happened. So you can have faith in this one who came into this world to die for your sins, folks, so that you won't be damned. And he spoke that way before he was killed. Look at John three sixteen to 18. Jesus said these words, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, not Mary, might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So that's a very well-known passage of Scripture. Folks, you learn here that it's all about Jesus. It's God sending his Son, his only begotten Son. So faith in him, it says, whosoever believeth in him should not perish. He's talking about going to hell. But you will have everlasting life. Now keep in mind, folks, it says that God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This is where peace comes from, folks. Keep in mind, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, how ungodly a life you may have lived, there's mercy available for you today, man or woman. In recent years, there's been a spate of uh, a number of suicides. They, they, they're increasing at a rapid pace. Uh, if you're out there today, you're looking for hope and you think all hope is gone. No, it's not. Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. You're listening to this message for a reason. He will fill you with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. He will wash you clean uh, with his blood. That's why he came, folks. He came to save wretches like me and you. Oh yes, you're listening to this message for a reason. Don't put it off. There is hope. The, the devil, the Satan will, will, will think, make you think that uh, there's no hope, it's dark, and, and, and as uh, horrible as it looks in your life today, I'm here to tell you, don't, 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 don't even think of doing what you're going to do because it would be a zillion times worse than, than it is right now for you. Don't ever forget that, folks. I'm talking about eternity in hell. I, I, you're not going to hear this from your local pastor. 
the, the word is being soft soap today. It, it, it's it's being sugar coated, folks. You need to know these things. I, I I tell you I tell you because I love you, <laughs> and 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 I don't want you to go to hell. To be honest with you. So um, let me go to Matthew twenty eight now. It says in verses eighteen to twenty, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So, so look at what the Lord Jesus Christ said here. Once again, this is him talking after he rose from the dead. So he had holes in his hands, folks. He, he had, he had a, a, a gash in his side that, that he allowed Thomas to come if, and, and says, Thomas, come here. Uh, look at this. Look, but to stick your hand in there. Look, look at my side. Look at the holes in my hand. So th this came from his mouth, folks. And look what he says. He says, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Now, if you have all power in heaven and earth, folks, <laughs> that's deity. That's God, folks. All power. And, and if he says, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world, uh, omnipresence folks that's power that's god hallelujah you see so if he's 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 telling you i'll be there for you he knows everything about you he knows where you are he knows everything you think so that's something that you need uh, to know let's go to revelation now chapter 12 verses 9 through 11 it says and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and satan which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of its Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Wow, that's some powerful scriptures right there. So look how the devil is described here, folks. He's referred to as that old serpent. He's called the devil. He's called Satan. And look at this, which deceiveth the whole world. Folks, you know, as I said, you know, I'm a former Roman Catholic, bopping on my way to hell. And, and I can't tell you how much I, I must tell you about the power of the Word of God, the power of the Scriptures, and the importance of meditating upon that Word, folks. Because there's illumination. Jesus is the light of the world. The spirit of the living God will take that word and open it up to your understanding as you read that word. Ask the Lord, say, Lord, show me the truth no matter what. That's how, that's, that's how you need to talk to the Lord. He will do it, folks, no matter who you are. I don't care if you ever cracked the Bible in your life. doesn't matter. He will meet you where you are. And, and, and this is what happened to me, folks. I told you, for years I was in a search for truth. I had an insatiable desire uh, for truth. For years I'd, I'd, I'd go out to the shopping mall, Long Island and New York, and uh, pouring over the bookshelves looking for truth. And, but it wasn't until many 
years later. I did that in the 70s, but in the late 80s, and I came to the charismatic movement before the Lord opened my eyes. The Bible is the word of God. The Bible is the truth. Folks, from cover to cover, I told you a preacher once said, I believe the Bible from cover to cover. I even believe the cover. Glory to God. So, uh, you know, folks, the truth will set you free. Okay? And verse 11, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, it says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. That's how you... Uh, Walk as a Christian, folks. You may stumble seven times. You get back up. Listen to me. You're backslidden today. You stumbled and you said, God, uh, he can't forgive me. And I, I knew I was doing wrong and I still did it. Well, listen to me, folks. You come, you come back to the Lord. You get back up. It's the blood of Jesus Christ and nothing else that will justify us before God. There's power in the blood. There's a testimony. My testimony is what the Lord did for me. You have your own testimony. And here's where it comes down to, folks. And for some of us here, uh, it, it could come down to losing our lives. It could, even as, as uh, Peter, the Lord says, you know, uh, you're going to be taken someplace, you know, where you're not, you don't want to go. I said, this signifying the death by which he would die, the Lord was basically telling Peter that you're going to be martyred. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And it's not in the scripture, but, you know, they, they basically said he was killed and they say he was hung upside down. But, you know, that's tradition. So I don't, I can't say it's scripture, but we know that Peter was killed because the Lord said he would be killed. <laughs> if, if the Lord said you're going to be killed, he was killed. Trust me. Trust the word of God, folks. So we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the testimony. Don't let the devil steal your testimony. Uh, folks, may the fire of God fill you today. If you're struggling, may the fire, may the power of Almighty God uh, come into you today. May the spirit of the living God, the living waters, Jesus Christ said, out of our belly would flow rivers of living water. Out of our innermost being, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. And folks, listen to me. The martyrs that were butchered and tortured, burnt at the stake, you know, during the time of the Reformation, this is how they overcame, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. They refused to bend their knee to Rome. They refused to bend their knee to the Pope. And it's probably a reason that, that I'm even speaking this today. Who knows what could come, folks? We might be on the verge of another false apparition of Mary. I don't know. But but it could be. You know, it's strange sometimes the way the, the Lord works. So uh, I want you to know that, folks, no matter who you are, that it's the blood of the Lamb. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, uh, folks. And, and, and uh, once again, I point you uh, to Christ. I point you to Christ. This is the, the, the gospel, folks. The, the word gospel means good news, and, and it's for everybody, no matter where you live, whether it be Russia, Ukraine, England, America, Australia, New Zealand, uh, oh, down in South Africa, does not matter. The bottom line is, folks, is get in the boat. Hop, hop in the boat. Get inside. Or get on the train, the gospel train, as they say sometimes. The, the bottom line is come in. Come in. Come in before it is too 
late. I'm going to leave it there. You be blessed and have a great day.